What would you do if you could ask any question, any question at all? Well, you can do that tonight on What Would Blonde Jesus Do? With your host, Blonde Jesus. Woo! Okay. We have got a show tonight like no other, and I am so excited you are joining us live Saturday night. It's almost like date night with you. Saturday night live. Saturday night live with Blonde Jesus. Um, We've got a bunch of people calling into the show. We've got some listener mail I want to read. If you'd like to ask a question tonight, keep in mind, I am not a psychic, but I'm very intuitive. And I sometimes can give some awesome advice. So if you'd like to call in and ask a question tonight, 323-657-1493 is the hotline. Take your calls in just a couple of minutes, and then we'll get to the listener mailbag tonight. We've got a letter from Noah in Nashville that will leave you wanting more than the ark. How is that for a buildup? Okay, so let's get to the show. A couple of things before we get started. So I got a chance to go to the doctor this week. Now, you think, okay, Why would you need to go to the doctor? Well, because sometimes you need to go to the doctor, and I have no secrets with you, so I'll just tell you the whole story. So this past summer, I woke up one morning, and on my knee was like a spider bite, and it itched like a mosquito bite or a spider bite, and I let it go for a week or so, and it just wasn't getting any better. And so I went to urgent care one day, and I said to the doctor, I said, doctor, look at my knee. It's a spider bite. What in the world would you do? And they said, well, here's a prescription for some cream and an antibiotic and, you know, come back in a couple of weeks if it doesn't get better. Well, I hate Western medicine. Now, there is a time and place for it, so I spare all of that. But there's a time and place for it. On my knee is not it. And so I go home and I rub tea tree oil over it and I... Rub, put rubbing alcohol on it to get it to you know dry out because now you know it's, it's like it's a like a bug bite or a flea bite or something like that where there's like several spots and I thought well this is not good so um, of course I don't get the antibiotic because I don't believe in Western medicine I'm not telling you to do that and this is just me because I'm weird and so I put the little cream on it and it makes it stop itching so I don't go nuts while I'm at the job. But afterwards, I get home and it itches and it itches and it itches all night and it keeps itching for, you know, I don't know, from August until the middle of December. Not that I let things drag on ever, but I did. And so, you know, it would stop itching in one spot and start itching in another. But the weird part was it was not something that would spread to other parts of my body. So it wasn't like this was a communicable disease or anything gross or weird like that. It was like just getting a a bunch of bug bites in one centralized region on my knee on the side of my knee is more just a pain in the neck if we're going to use another body part or pain in the butt there we go that's at least geographically closer and um, so it just kept bugging me and bugging me and bugging me so while I was at urgent care back in August the doctor was like well why don't you go to your normal doctor and I said because blonde Jesus never gets sick outside of the migraine with seasonal you know weather changes or eating a slice of pizza that I shouldn't be eating I don't get my headaches very often and I'm healthy as a horse I'm blonde Jesus 
And after she finished rolling her eyes, she says, well, you know, maybe one of these days you should consider getting a doctor. And then when you need one, you don't have to go to urgent care, smarty pants. And I said, well, okay, thanks, doc. So I took her card and it sat here on my desk for months and months and months. And so early in December, I said, you know, this card's been sitting here long enough just for fun. I'll just call and, you know, make an appointment and I'll go in, you know, say I'm off tomorrow. So I call up and I talk to a very lovely lady at the office and she's like, yeah, the next available appointment is January 26th at 10 a.m. And I said, do you realize that's like in eight weeks? And she goes, oh, yeah, I'm fully aware of that. That's the first time that we can see you. So if you'd like that time, you better take it now. And I went, well, then you better pencil me in. So weeks and weeks and weeks go by. And I still have the thing with my knee until about like a week ago. I am not kidding you. And then all of a sudden, like a divine miracle, the parting of the Red Sea, my knee gets better. Okay. So. I'm going, well, maybe I should just like cancel going in to see the doctor. Well, I've got the appointment. I've waited this long and I finally lost all my, you know, my fat weight. And so now I'm down to like, I'm super skinny and super hot. So now's the time to go because she's not going to yell at me for being overweight or any of that stuff. So I kept the appointment. But in the meantime, because I've been working out like a fiend to be sexy all the time, I have screwed up my right shoulder, which historically has been something that I do every couple of years. So it was like, you know, pain in the pain in the shoulder here, like a torn rotator cuff or torn muscles in that area. So I'm putting castor oil on at night. And then after I get out of the shower in the morning as a naturopathic cure, and I really have seen the pain go from, let's say, a 10 down to like a three or a four. Okay, so when I go in to see the doctor on Tuesday, I, I said, um, you know, nice to see you again. I'm sure you remember me from eight months ago, you know, since you saw me for probably like three minutes. She has no clue who I am, by the way. And she says, well, what can I do for you? Why are you here? And I said, well, because you told me to come and see you. So I'm finally here. It only took me six months. So after we giggled like schoolgirls, she says, well, what else can I do? And so um, I said, well, I've got this problem with my shoulder and I've been doing the castor oil. And, you know, it's been working really well. And so on a piece of paper, and of course, we're both wearing masks. She's sitting six and a half feet away and I'm sitting seven and a half feet away from her. And where's the extra foot? It's the Holy Ghost. And so um, in between us, she writes on this little post-it note and she goes, you can get this at any drugstore and even Amazon. And the second she said Amazon, I knew I would buy it because I'm not going to a drugstore. And it's called, and this is not a paid endorsement. So if the people at Arnacare Homeopathic Medicine would like to sponsor the What Would Blonde Jesus show do, I will take your money. But the doctor said you should try getting some Arnacare gel, A-R-N-I-C-A-R-E, Arnacare. She says it will help. Um, with pain, but it will also help the muscles heal and, and that type of thing. Get the gel, little goes a long way. So I came home, ordered it on Amazon, and I refuse to pay for Amazon Prime because I just think it's a total ripoff because if you don't, it still shows up like the next day. So that's what I did. And the next day, the Arnicare arrived. So I've been putting this on my shoulder for probably like two or three days now. Now I'm, you know, I'm I, in full disclosure, I'm still doing a little bit of the castor oil in the morning, but I usually do the Arnicare at night and I really should do it the other way around. So I don't have castor oil, you know, going through my, you know, heavenly robes. 
And, um, but the Arnicare gel has worked really nicely. So a big shout out to um, anybody who is in pain. And it says specifically muscle pain and stiffness, swelling from injuries and bruising, Arnicare gel, non-paid endorsement. Talk to me in about two weeks. We'll see. Okay. And then the other thing before we get to the mailbag and callers. So I need an art project like I need a hole in the head. So I have a license plate frame that's plain black that is perfectly fine. Absolutely not anything wrong with it. And this last week, I just got it in my head that I need to judge up the license plate frame mainly because I got my new custom plates in the mail and whether or not I should do this or not, it's been done. And on one of the letters on the license plate frame, I have this enchanted shimmer. Um, I guess it's like paint or something like this. It's an acrylic paint, but it's made by deco art. And I, I researched them online. I did so much research. I probably paint and you know it came up on Amazon but it was like you know a million dollars a bottle and I thought well I don't need that much so I went to the Hobby Lobby around the corner from my office and I got this um, it's deco art um, enchanted shimmer and I got the blue and I thought okay that that looks kind of cool so all week at work when I've got nothing to do or in my you know my little bit of a break time I've been painting my license plate cover this shimmering blue now I'm going a little overboard. So of course, what do you do when you go overboard? You really go overboard. So today I went back to the Hobby Lobby and I bought Deco Arts Holographic Illusions. I've got a magic gold. I've got a silver, a blue, and then I've got another enchanted shimmer green that I'm holding in my hand. So when I have some more daylight, I'm going to play around with this a little bit more and see how it looks. But the Enchanted Shimmer Blue that I've been using, holy cow, it is really awesome. And when I was in the store, because you open it up, you know, I thought, well, it, the bottle looks like it's white paint. Well, little do I know that that's, it, I don't know how it happens, but it's magic in a bottle. Because when you paint it on the surface, and in this example, it works really well on a darker surface, because then the shimmer comes out and all, you know, blah, blah, blah. The um, shimmer looks amazing. I probably have like 7,000 layers of the shimmer on there when it needed one. Um, but there we go, folks. So tonight, because I really want to screw up a good thing, I'm going to use some of this holographic illusions magic gold. And I'm going to see if I can really mess this up. I, I think I'm willing to be more of a rebel in attempting this non-essential work or you know car license plate project simply because I've been persuaded by one of the listeners, that I do not need a second license plate on the front of my car. I think we do in the state of California. However, this person has assured me the car does look cooler without that plate in the front. So I'm thinking I'm going to just play around with the license plate frame that I would normally have on the front license plate and uh, just see where we go. So the art projects here are Compliments of deco art. So the, I guess the, the main thing was when I went to Hobby Lobby for the Enchanted Shimmer and the Holographic Illusions, it was three ninety nine a bottle versus eight something on Amazon. And here I was thinking Amazon always has the best prices ever. Well, I guess Amazon needs their cut. And then if you're going to get free shipping and everything else, you got to mark it up some way. So it's a nice little lesson that um, 
you know, maybe your local arts and crafts store, if you're so inclined, may have supplies that will work for you. I want to thank also our other hosts on this network. We have Stephanie Gerard on the Stephanie Gerard Show on Tuesday mornings at 8 o'clock. She's a psychic medium. She does energy work, chakra healing. She's a counselor and does some really cool stuff on her show. Tune in this Tuesday at 8 a.m. Sunday nights, that's tomorrow night, at a new special time. Rebecca Fisk, the psychic next door, takes your calls starting at 7 p.m. Pacific time. And then, of course, on Thursdays, we have rated LGBT radio on the network with our host, Rob Watson, with a variety of interesting guests from around the world. So before we get to our listener mailbag, we do have a caller that has raised their hand. I've got a ton of you calling tonight, so thank you for that. I have not screened this call. I don't know who this is. Please be nice. You are now live on Blonde Jesus. What would we do? Can I get your name, and what would you like to talk about? Hi. Hi. I'm great. Who's this? My name is Kathy. Hi, Kathy. What would you like to chat about tonight? Um, love life. What are your thoughts? Well, what do you want to see? What do you want in your love life, Kathy? Consistency. What do you have now? Non-consistency. Non-consistency. Why do we have non-consistency? Do you have anybody special that you fancy right now? What did you say? Do you have anybody special that you fancy right now? Do I have anybody that... That you like. Anybody that makes your heart melt. Okay, I'm so sorry. Um, Yes. Okay, cool. So what's this person like? Why do you like them? How did you meet? At a wedding. Awesome. And how long how long ago was the wedding? October. Let's been this is fairly this is a fairly new interest then for you. Is that right, Kathy? Correct. Cool. So does this person live, um, I feel like this is going to be like, um, what's my line with Kitty Carlisle here? So, so does, does a person live in the same city or same geographic region as you do? Yes. Okay, cool. And so um, how often do you get a chance to see this person? Mm, maybe twice a week. Okay. And in a, if you were to describe your ideal relationship, how often would you like to see the person that you like each week? Um, about four days. Okay. So four days. Okay. So um, when you get a chance to see each other these two days a week, um, what kind of things do you get to do? Are you, I mean, with COVID now, you know, it probably is going to limit some of your activities, but what would be like a typical date night for you? Um, either cooking or talking a little bit. Yeah. So do you have a favorite meal that you like to cook together? No. No. So it, so it could be anything. So it could be like Thai food or Chinese food or pizza or burgers or steaks or chicken or something like that. Right. So what does this person like to eat most? Um, Chicken and rice. That's delicious. Do you have a special way that you like to make it? Or this per- is um, and so this person does do, do they share in the cooking or do they just share in the eating? Both. 
Both cool. Okay, so that's, it's interactive for you. I like this. So tell me, Kathy, uh, the two nights a week, are they like weekend, um, weekend days for you? Or are they during the week? Um, how, do, how do you decide when you're going to spend time together? Um, it could be either or. It just depends on what the schedules are. So whose schedule is busier? Is it your schedule or, or his schedule? His. Okay. So given the fact that his schedule is busier right now, um, how, how is, how, what is your perception of how he spends his time when you are not together that you would like to spend time together? So what do you think he's doing with his time when he's not hanging out with you? Um, taking care of grandkids or his kids, which is daunting because they're grown and married. So they, his kids have their own lives and that type of stuff. So he wants to be still a good dad and a good grandpa and all of that. So um, do, you, do you think that given the, the amount of time that he's spending with his kids and grandkids, um, have you met them yet? Can you repeat that? Have you something. met the, the kids and grandkids? No. Not yet. Okay. Because I was going to say, it might be a little too soon for that. Do, do you, have you right. talked about when the, the time might be um, more appropriate for an introduction to them? No, no. No. Is that something that you would like to do? No, not right now. Not no. right now. Okay. So given the fact that he, um, you don't have plans to like meet the kids or the grandkids right now, and you get a couple of nights a week, um, what would you like him to compromise on to spend more time with you? How would you like him to change his schedule? Um, just fit me in more. Um, how would, how would you, if you were going to have a conversation, pretend I'm him, how would you talk to me and say, I want to spend more time with you? Um, you know, I, and I, I want you to make me more of a priority. How would you say that? Um, I need to be more of a priority to you, um, so that we can, um, connect more. And, and what does, um, what does connect more mean? Does that mean more chicken and rice? Does it mean more time talking? Is he a talker? No, that's no, he's very, he doesn't talk that much. So would you call him a typical guy? Um, I would go worse than a typical guy. <laughs> worse than a typical – oh, Kathy, come on. He's worse than a typical guy who doesn't talk? Okay, goodness well, gracious. Well, no, I'm sorry. Um, I thought you were talking about the talking. Yes, yes that's a, it. No, talk, uh, talking worse than normal. Uh, talking? He's a okay. wonderful He's a wonderful guy. Um. He's just been through a lot that is hard for him. So he's, okay. he's, it's hard for him to, and when I say talk, emotionally talk. Right, right. The heart-to-heart stuff, the things that really, you know, connect with your heart. Right. Do you think that, um, you know, given the things that have happened to him in his past, that he's as open with you as he's capable of being right now? Somewhat. It's a Somewhat. process for him. 
it's a process for him, and I understand that, and I respect that. But at the same time, it's like you just got to jump in or jump out. <laughs> it's just, mm-hmm. So I'm trying to be understanding and patient, but at the same time, it's like. Well, let me ask you this, Kathy, because I, I mean, I have some ideas here, but, um, you know, if he, it, when you guys make plans to see each other, are you going to his place? Is he coming to your place? Um, and, and who calls who? Um, both, both. Okay. Both so you're, you're both making effort. You're both communicating, but you just really like him a lot and you'd like to see more of him. Right. And I think okay. he likes me a lot too. It's just, he is, he's a, he's more than a typical guy that got burnt and it's just really scared. Because it's just like, I really like this person a lot. I'm really mm-hmm. scared. And I shouldn't have liked this person a whole lot um, in the short amount of time. So no excuses for him. But he's really scared. Okay. So if he's really scared, do you think that that's going to be behavior that is um, is going to change on its own? Um, how do you see... Given the fact that you already recognize this, Kathy, um, how do you see that changing? Do you see him just suddenly waking up one day and being able to emotionally connect with you on a level that you like? Do you see him going to counseling? Would he be open to talking to a professional therapist? Um, what, What do you think is going on in his head on what he is capable of doing with and for you? Um, I have told him he does need to speak to somebody, and he says he does from time to time, but it's not consistent. And I, my opinion, he needs to be consistent. Two, I told him he can talk to me. It doesn't matter what the subject subject is, um, mm-hmm. and we can talk about it. But I, I, he hasn't. He hasn't totally, he gives me bits and pieces, bits and pieces. So mm-hmm. he's just not, I don't think it's that he's not comfortable. Um, I have a lot of his personal information, so I he has to trust me for that. I just think he's very, he just doesn't talk. He's, he says he, he just doesn't. Talk. He says this has been a problem since he was young. He he's just he's more closed in than any guy that I know that doesn't. Talk. He really doesn't talk. But he keeps saying, "Be patient with me, please. Just be patient with me. I want to talk. I just so I I don't. It's like I'm just getting tired." I hear that. I mean, I can, I can hear the strain in your voice. You know, I think, um, you know, it could be that he really does like you. And I get that impression because, you know, if he's calling you and he's coming over and you're going over and, you know, you're making chicken and rice. And I only mentioned that a hundred times because that sounds really delicious right now. You know, I think there is interest there. But if he has even self-acknowledged with you that, you know what, I do need to talk to somebody. My, I'll bet you a dollar, Kathy, 
he's not going to just automatically one day open up and say, Kathy, guess what? I had an epiphany. Let's sit down. Oh, my gosh, here we go. And then seven hours later, he's a you know sobbing mess. See that. Um, if he has told you, yeah, I, I need to talk to somebody, he may know that, but he may or may not even know where to go. He may have a lot of you know, male macho issues, which we all do for guys that, you know, we, you know, if we talk to somebody that makes us weak, really, and it's quite the opposite. It makes you very strong, but he might not know where to go. Have you thought about maybe looking at different resources that, you know, and I'm not saying you need to say, I found a place you have to go and I've made an appointment for you. Maybe you get like a brochure and leave it, at, you know, the next time you go over and it's just leave, you leave it on the counter. Or no, he knows. He knows. He knows. So he knows. He knows. So has he given you any type of indication of how soon he would be willing to make an appointment to talk to a professional? No, no. And I don't know that he's not doing it. And I don't know that he is doing it. So it's just, it's one of those things where, for me, I mm-hmm. all I can do is tell you what I see. Um, sure. You need to speak to someone. Um, as my mother would say, you can take the horse to the water, but you can't make him drink. Can't make him drink. I've, Absolutely. I, I, you know, he knows how to get to a counselor. He knows what to do. Is he doing it? I'm not sure. And the thing of it is, I don't even think, I don't think he would even tell me if he's going right now. I think the only how he would tell me that he's going is when he's making progress or something. Deal. I don't so. So if you, you know if, what I mean. I think I think you're right on it, Kathy. I think you would recognize some either change of behavior or change in communication, which it sounds like you are just really thirsty for. If he was doing something differently. Um, to help him. Now, we've got a couple minutes left in the show because we just do a 30-minute show here on what would belong Jesus live Saturday nights at 8 o'clock. But I want to, you would like to have happen in your life in the next 30 days, 60 days, 90 days in next year. You don't have to share it with anybody, but if you want to call back next week and share it here, that's great. We'll, we can chat again. But I want you to write down some things that you want for yourself out of your relationship, out of yourself, out of life, whatever the case may be. So you have this wonderful guy that you enjoy spending time with. What is your life going to look like next month at this time? You'll have passed Valentine's Day. Well, you've gotten some nice chocolates and flowers. Are you going to go into March Madness being you know, mad about the fact that the relationship isn't going any farther and it just is what it is and you're not getting what you want, but you know, you're still making chicken and rice a couple of times a week and it's delicious and lovely. What are you going to do six months from now, this next summer? What are you going to do for the holidays this coming year? Christmas will be here before you know it. And you'll want a special somebody to spend the holidays with. If you're not any farther along in your relationship with him, than you are now, you're going to be frustrated this time next year and wondering why you've spent the last year with somebody who isn't emotionally available to you, doesn't connect on the level that you need, but you really like them. So, I would ask you to sit down and write those things out, 
figure out some things that are measurable for you. And they don't have to be huge things. It might be, you know, he, you know, he left me a post-it note or he told me something special or he shared a secret with me, something like that, Kathy. And at the end of, you know, your period of time, whether you're giving yourself 30 days, 60 days, 90 days, whatever the case is, you know, look at that, see, you know, where you've, you've made steps up, take a look at what things haven't progressed. And then I would do a really careful self-evaluation. Maybe you want to talk to somebody also professionally that can give you different suggestions that will help you determine if this is still somebody that you want to spend time with. That doesn't mean a good person or a bad person, but you know, it sounds like you want something that's more than what you're getting now. And if that's the case, I'm going to encourage you to find um, either help for yourself or help for your friend. And, you know, being able to talk to somebody who is a certified professional, again, I am not medically trained. I'm not a legal or psychological, uh, you know, professional on any level, but I love to help people. So my advice to you, Kathy, is to do that. And then let us know how you're doing as you get ready to head off into spring. Love is going to be in the air. Flowers are going to be blooming. And then keep us up to date. Um, Noah in Nashville, I am so sorry we did not get to your letter this week. We'll bring you back next week and um, see if we have an update from Kathy as well. If you'd like to call in or be part of the show, you can call in every Saturday at 323-657-1493 or go to my website, blondejesus.com. There's a link on the show page and um, send me a question there. We're also on iTunes under the rated LGBT banner for our flagship show. And uh, we'll see you live next Saturday night. It'll be Saturday night if Kathy has her special somebody with her, and I sure hope that's the case. Have a great weekend, everybody.